and welcome to the Bliss Tonic Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Michelle Anthony, and I'm your host for these weekly short shares all about personal growth. We use yogic philosophy, mindfulness practices, as well as breath and meditation. And we have a little bit of fun too. So stay tuned for this week's share as well as some mindfulness homework to take with you. Hello, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Bliss Tonic Podcast. My name is Michelle Anthony and I'm your host for these weekly episodes all about self-development, self-study, using yogic philosophy, mindfulness, meditation, and just generally feeling a sense of connection in doing this work together as a community. And I think that's one of the really beautiful things that this teaching has brought into my life is the the power of circle and being able to share experience with a group of people. So I just want to say that I really, uh, I really appreciate you all for joining in this community and for stepping up to do this work, even just taking the time to listen to a podcast for yourself, even if it is a short one just like this, and and spending time in, in reflection and contemplation. And I think that is just such a gift to yourself, to your loved ones, and to the world. So Thank you so much for listening and thank you for the gifts that you bring the world. So I'd like to start these episodes with a breathing check-in and I just had the pleasure of sharing a little talk on pranayama with some teachers in training today at the yoga room in Eau Claire and I I love I love teaching pranayama, which, you know, technically is, is only the practice of breath restraint or breath control. However, what we come to know of as pranayama, we just kind of translate it to breathing practices. So kind of one of the first ones that I put people in is this practice of dirga or three-part breath, uh, also experienced as diaphragmatic breathing. And for this one, we can feel the inhale filling up a couple different spaces in the body. We have the pelvic bowl. We have the breath filling up the belly and spreading the ribs. And then we have the breath rising up into the upper lungs and the chest and collarbones. And so we're going to focus on this three-part breath. So inhale, pelvic bowl. Open the ribs, filling the belly, let it rise up to chest and collarbones, and then slowly exhale. And do a couple more breaths like that. I find that this 
breathing is best enjoyed laying on your belly. So you get to have that physical experience of the the breath, the belly pushing into the floor as you breathe in, relaxing towards your spine as you breathe out. This can be done seated as well. It's a little easier to feel laying on your belly. So just take a couple more breaths and notice if one of these chambers or areas are not filling as easily as another. And it's okay. You don't have to judge where you're at right now. And simply just find a sense of presence with yourself, with your breath. Relax the shoulders. Just be in your body in a light and and playful way. Breathe into your body. And then you can blink your eyes open if your eyes were closed. Or just come into a space of, of listening. Really feeling present. And let all the muscles in the face relax. As you just sit with this, sit with this moment that you are taking for yourself in self-reflection and personal growth. So for this week's share, I have recorded a couple times and I feel like the, the main piece, the main thread that is weaving together all of my attempts at recording this is this new experience of what that mind feels like when we are in a really low point, when we feel hopeless or scared or out of options or unsure about the future. Right, This can be experienced as a rock bottom or just a really low point in our lives. And this really, is you can't just tell somebody it's all for something and to focus on the lesson. It's something that has to be experienced person by person. So I... I find it helpful to just notice when I am allowing the energy of that low point, that negativity, that this is what's actually going on and it doesn't feel good and it kind of (laughs) sucks. And it's okay to say that as part of the human experience is that we have things that we don't like and they happen anyways, things that we don't want and they happen anyways. And... Who is to say what reasons there are for that? And in a way, only you will know and only time will reveal it. And all the, the best service we can, we can do with, with these moments of lowness is to be aware and sit with where we are without getting stuck there. So I, I realized this as an experience that I guess I would describe as a darkness wrapping around my mind. And it came from the feelings of being low or things not working out in the way I'd wanted them to. 
And it was so interesting to notice what my mind did as a response to that and a response to the maybe lack-mindedness or separation, feeling separated from other people. And it was like a darkness wrapping around my mind that all of a sudden I just had all of these thoughts that about other people that turned into beliefs, that turned into a separate, deeper separation. And guess what? That's even more suffering. Such a, a task of the human spirit is to explore and seek deep, meaningful connections. And we get lost in a lot of ways seeking that connection and what it what it is is that journey from unity expanding exploding into duality and we journey ourselves through the human experience back to unity and we get really lost <laughs> i feel like these mindfulness and meditation practices that bring your mind into a single pointed focus all of these practices and tools exist because it's been known for a very long time that the mind is is tricky <laughs> and it doesn't always tell us what's what's real it's very colored so noticing when we start getting wrapped up in the negativity and separation, however that shows up, acknowledging that it has started to take over is the first step. Even just acknowledging that kind of wakes you up a little bit out of that illusion of separateness that we all live in anyways. But this is the kind of engagement with the illusion of separateness that brings about more suffering. And the second kind of step is to start to question what it is that you find there. Acknowledging it, looking for that, noticing, oh, my mind has been completely consumed by this and I don't need to anymore. And so another another piece of being at these low points is we all have maybe one or two things that we could say is the reason for feeling so low. Maybe something didn't work out or um, a connection is, is really bringing a lot of discomfort into our lives, a relationship, Whatever it is, we tend to focus on that. And then, I don't know if you find this as well, but this coming from, of course, the, the belief, the teaching that what you focus on, it, it grows. More energy goes where the attention flows. So... When we are in those low points and we focus on them, 
what happens? <laughs> what happens when we're we're in it, right? There's the difference between, man, I'm feeling sad about this situation. I think I'm going to cry about it and think about it. And there's a difference between that and letting it affect all other areas of your life of creating more conflict and more suffering because you're feeling low. And we can really start to, to, to question that and put the moments of pause into that spinning mind. And you can do that by, yes, noticing when your mind is, feels like it's being wrapped by that darkness, acknowledge it, feel it, and choose what you do want instead. You can focus on what you do want instead. What you focus on, that's where the energy goes. And I find that when I'm in low points, at least at first, you know, the long, the more I learn these lessons, the bigger they get. I am learning about these subtle energies of how to engage with these lessons and discomforts. And what I found is if you speak about it too much, it, it adds energy to it and it becomes our story and our story becomes our identity. Our personality is what creates our reality. I think that's a Joe Dispenza quote is your personality creates your personal reality. And we so often think that we're just the victims of it or that it is chosen for us. Our personalities cannot be shaped or grown into. When in reality, our personality is, is the, the ego. It's the ego. We, we all have an a individual soul connected to the greater whole. Source energy. Unity, all, all one in that, in that beingness of pure consciousness, and yet separate, and yet all here in this illusion of duality together. So when we focus on what is going on and maybe continue to tell that story, and perpetuate it. We stay there longer. <laughs> we just, we do, we stay there longer. And it's not to say, oh, to ignore it and pretend it's not there. That's not it. That's not it. That's the no negative vibes, positive vibes only. And I, I think that's kind of, it's kind of bullshit is we're human. <laughs> we're human and we have human experiences for a reason. And it's for our personal growth. These experiences that take us into suffering or they offer us a new layer of understanding of ourselves, our own minds, the universe, and, and the way energy works – each lesson that shows up is teaching us something different. And when we engage with it like that, we can start to practice detachment. And it is a practice <laughs> because 
we are, we're, we're hardwired for attachment. Attachment, the biggest attachment is to, to this life. And what is the practice of yoga other than the practice of learning to, to die and learning to live in the process and, and find grace in the entire process? So as we feel that wrapping of darkness in those low points in our lives, just remember, so if you've been there too, and I I know I've talked to several people who said last week, like, man, that was really a low point, or that was a really hard week, or maybe a lesson that you thought you were over, it's drilled back, and here it is again. So if that's happening to you, take a look. What is that lesson? And Really get honest with yourself. Don't settle for the answers that other people have for you. Don't settle for what other people have told you about it. What do you actually feel is your lesson in this thing resurfacing, in this experience that is maybe not positive, but pushing you towards growth in some way? Is what is that showing you? Where is it pointing you? What is that showing you about yourself? And where is it pointing you? What lesson? And that in and of itself snaps that darkness out. So it's like seeing something out of the corner of your eye and then turning your head and and it's gone. And I feel like that is the practice of noticing when negativity is wrapping around the mind. And to me, it almost felt like it had its very own energy, like a a being in and of itself that started to just encompass my mind. And you don't have to look at it that way as it, you know, I think shamans and yogis and healers and we all have so many different ways of describing really the same thing energy or energy personified through deity or being so whatever that experience is notice when it starts to wrap itself around you it carries a certain form of intensity And it's pretty unpleasant. And once you realize that that suffering is just happening to you, regardless of whether those thoughts are true or not, you start to realize that you can take control. And so if you are finding yourself in a a low point, notice when you're telling that story on repeat, when you keep going back to that energy that's trying to move through you, how can you embrace this lesson and allow it to move through you instead of fighting it or giving it all of your energy? And this is something that I noticed as I had this low point, and it's it's so funny. I spent all this time like, okay, if this repeat lesson actually does come up again 
Here's how I'm going to prepare myself for it. I'm going to be mentally, emotionally, I'm going to be prepared for this lesson when it shows up again. And I spent a couple days in that mode of just like, okay, well, I'm going to prepare in this way and prepare in that way for when it happens. And it's not going to feel good. I already don't feel good about it, but I'm going to prepare for it. And it's, it's, it's going to be okay. And I just had this snap, this realization of, oh, well, I could just be putting that energy into what I do want instead. <laughs> and it's, it, it's just so funny because it's as easy as shifting your focus and it's as complex as shifting your focus because it's not about denying what is and denying how you feel and never feeling your feelings. It's about moving through it and using that energy to help propel you forward. Using the energy, and this is really, this to me is parallel to this experience of courage. Courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is the presence of fear, harnessing that energy and moving through the difficulty anyways. And so this has been a really helpful way to just reframe it. How can I use this energy to move through the discomfort, to move through this experience into whatever's happening and experience the most grace through this lesson as possible? So I'm hoping that this little share will help you also reframe your mind when you feel that darkness creeping in because I, I, I know, I feel you. I know how dark that gets. I know what that feels like to have the sense of paranoia and judgment just start creeping into every corner of your mind and to not know why and to feel feel what that's like. It, it, it's suffering. And to catch it and put it to rest and really just look at it and see it clearly, that feels like such a relief, even if nothing changes, to just see it clearly for what it is. That, okay, I'm choosing to put my focus on this right now. And let me really just take it out and look at it. Let me just take it out and look at it. Okay, everyone, I'm here for you. If you also are going through a cycle in your life, a lesson that you thought you learned, and it's here again, welcome back. Hi. We now have each other to hold accountable for not sinking into it. We have a choice now, right? Where if you're listening to this podcast, this isn't your first rodeo. You <laughs> you have been here before, right? Wherever low point you are, you've been here. You know what it feels like. You know you don't want to be here, and yet you're here again. So what else is there? Keep investigating, keep going into it, using, harness that energy, harness that energy of discomfort and what is coming up for you right now. Use that energy to go forward. We don't have to stay where we are and we don't have to keep thinking the way we're thinking. 
We don't have to believe what we think we currently believe. We have a choice. And it all is in where we put our focus. So here is my challenge to you. Practice something. Practice meditation. Practice anything where your mind gets to settle in one-pointed. And if meditation isn't something you're interested in, then use a movement practice. Dive into one-pointed focus in a movement practice. Build one-pointed concentration this week and see how that affects you. Choose one day where you do a longer practice and then every other day just resolve to take three deep breaths, to wake up, take a breath before you look at your phone and find one genuine gratitude. Something small that you can carry with you. Okay. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to, to this podcast and I am forever grateful to my dear friend, Kyle Piper, for editing this podcast. This would not have happened with such ease without him. So thank you, Kyle Piper. He is also taking new clients for contract work. He built my website and has been doing the editing and posting and all of that good stuff for the podcast each week. So hit him up if you are interested in that. Thank you again for listening. I know this was a a longer podcast, so I hope I didn't ramble too much. I am so happy to be on this path with you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you are interested in diving into this work in a deeper way, please consider joining the Judgment Immersion, which is now offered as an evergreen course, which means you can sign up right now and start your six weeks of course content. You can schedule your meditation consult and get started with week one lesson right away. The Judgment Immersion is a course where you get to challenge, work on a different mindfulness practice each week, guiding you to a greater place of joy and love as you question your judgments, as you work on alleviating suffering through self-awareness. So I am now offering this as a sliding scale offering. So if you go ahead and head over to my website, blisstonicyoga.com and click the shop button, you will find the judgment immersion there and check out the sliding scale options. I wanted to make that accessible to more people and give you the option to pay what you can. And I really believe in this work and it really has brought a lot of relief of suffering 
in my life and has helped me grow in really big and bountiful ways. So please consider joining me in this work. Check out the Judgment Immersion online course with new sliding scale options over on the website blisstonicyoga.com. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode. I will see you next week.